stimulus is passed, the Chinese government pressures Alibaba, and is Walmart a buy? This is the Running With The Money podcast. Let's get into it. And the market is green today with the Dow Jones up 200 points, NASDAQ up 90 points roughly, and the S&P 500 up 27 points. All the while, the Rust 2K is up 20 points and the VIX has just finally turned red and it's down 0.02 points. So what a weekend. We got news all over the place. It seemed um, going in to the holiday weekend here, the extended holiday weekend, um, it seemed that we were not going to get stimulus. It seemed President Trump was not going to sign the bill. And out of nowhere, he signed the bill um, throughout the weekend, and stimulus has been passed. Now, this is excellent news, um, and we're going to dig into all the headlines of the day. So, first off, uh, COVID-19 numbers, they continue to rise, with uh, cases still accelerating to the upside. Unfortunately, uh, total cases now 19.13 million in the United States, with deaths totaling 333,000. Nothing good. But on the bright side, we have a lot of bright uh, silver silver linings, I would say, to this. Uh, So vaccines continue to be distributed nationwide, which is an excellent thing. And as we said, we got stimulus. Now, this stimulus bill is actually bigger um, than what it looks. It's not only $600 payments per person, um, but it is also $300 per week in federal unemployment supplement um, if you know you receive that. So there is a bit more stimulus there. And then a, a lot of the benefits for businesses were also extended. Um, so this is excellent news. But overall, that is really the news from the political side of things today. Really, what's even bigger is um, Alibaba has been in the headlines today, and we're going to walk through Alibaba real quick right here. So overall, as we know, Alibaba has taken huge hits. I mean, if we take a look at the past six months, it's gone from $317 per share at a high all the way down to 224 So this stock has been absolutely just getting killed. Um, nothing we want to see, and, you know, this just is not a great thing whatsoever. Um, it kind of sucks, actually. And, you know, when this occurs, we all just kind of, well, we're sad. But that's, that's no big deal. And I promise you that because I think Alibaba in the long term can come back. It can. But we have to walk through what's going on with the company right now and uh, what's going to happen with it. So overall, in November, um, you know, the Chinese government held up the listing of Alibaba's fintech arm, Ant Group. Um, and this was going to raise $34.5 billion, and it was going to be the biggest IPO ever. And, well, that got crunched by the Chinese government. And ever since then, Alibaba stock has continued to get hit. Um, now, furthermore, last week, uh, China launched an antitrust investigation into Alibaba and charging that the e-commerce giant forces merchants to sell exclusively on its platform. Um, now, this is kind of similar to what we are seeing the U.S. government do uh, to the likes of Facebook and Google. Um, and we're going to get into where Alibaba is between the United States and China on the, on a political stage here. Um, and then now Ant Group has been ordered to rectify its businesses and comply with regulatory requirements um, amid mass scrutiny from the Chinese government, which is nothing any company wants to see. So overall, you know, we're not seeing a lot of great stuff here um you know in the most recent orders out of the chinese government against ant group and alibaba could 
slow growth significantly. Um, and this really isn't a surprise. You know, Jack Ma, he uh, has been definitely had some issues with the Chinese government. Uh, he has spoken out against them. And most super wealth in China, at least entrepreneurs, um, you know, it hasn't ended well between them and the Chinese government. Most of them haven't made it out. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see what happens here and what happens to Alibaba. Um, you know, it's definitely a risky move to speak out against the Chinese government. So it's very interesting. Um, to see what's going on. But overall, uh, you know, is Alibaba a buy? Well, we also have to look at the U.S. outlook here. And what we do know right now is President Trump is, well, he's president of the United States. And for the um, next few weeks, he's going to continue to be president. And he could, you know, slap any regulatory anything um, down on not only Alibaba, but all other Chinese companies. And he has a past of doing it. You know, he's been going after other Chinese companies. And the Alibaba could definitely be a target. Um, it has been threatened before, I believe. So that is something to look for. Now, we have Biden coming in. Um, and is that going to change anything? Well, that's a tough question. At the end of the day, um, you know, we live in a political environment in the United States where almost it seems the Democrats and Republicans are both on the same page. Um, when it comes to China, that China is a bad actor and that we need to stop all the companies affiliated with China, um, you know, from accessing the United States markets and we need to stop China. And if Biden comes in with that attitude, which I don't believe he will fully come in with that attitude, but if he does, um, that could be a major issue for Alibaba. So that's something to look out for. But overall, I do not see an end to political tensions between Alibaba and the Chinese government and the U.S. government anytime soon. And I think that is definitely something to look out for. I think that's something to be worried about. Therefore, I am not quite a buyer of Alibaba yet. Now, it is green today for some reason. Up 85 cents. I'm not a buyer here. I think the stock can fall further. I really do. Um, you know, until the political tensions, until the lawsuits and all of this bad crap is over, um, you know, there's really no end in sight. So that is definitely something to look out for. Now, we have to shift in to a name that we released a breakdown on yesterday, and this name is Walmart. Now, we all love Walmart. Most of us shop at Walmart. If you haven't been in a Walmart, you should go check it out. <laughs> it's nothing special, but a ton of people go there. A ton of people. And this company is an American brand. They have been known for many, many years. Whether you like them or not, they're here to stay. And their stock has been taking a beating lately for no reason. No reason whatsoever besides a lawsuit out of the U.S. government um, for something that happened, you know, quite a while ago, um, supposedly. Um, now, Walmart is fighting these lawsuits pretty heftily. Um, they're saying these, you know, these allegations are false. Um, and we're going to dig into the breakdown today, so let's get into it. Currently, Walmart stock for reference is up 30 cents, so not terrible, but it's not great. Um, you know, the stock has fallen off a high of 152, so this, you know, you, you got to look at it with a grain of salt here. The stock is quite far out now off its highs. Um, it is a slower mover, Walmart stock. Um, it's not like it's going to make a 10-point move in a day. A 10-point move in Walmart stock is actually quite a significant move um, in a few weeks. So, you know, Walmart definitely has had its issues, and we're going to dig into that. So first off, 
let's just dig into Walmart itself, what the stock is, what they do, um, and how big this company truly is. So Walmart is one of the most well-known wholesale retail brands in the world with 4,756 locations and an international online presence competing against the likes of Amazon and Costco. Um, recently, Walmart stock accelerated to the downside due to a recent lawsuit filed against the retail giant by the Trump administration, arguing that Walmart had a major hand in the opioid crisis. Now, whether Walmart acted in an irresponsible manner or not, Walmart's fundamentals remained intact, and the company is adamant that there was no wrongdoing. While Walmart, Walmart's legal battles may affect the stock in the short term, there is no reason to believe that Walmart will not continue the trend to the upside in the long term. And I mean that um, 100% fact. I do not believe there is any reason to believe um, that Walmart will see a major decline in the long term. I believe that this stock continues to move to the upside, and there's many reasons for that. Um, and I'm going to continue to push that. Now, um, we have to dig into the numbers here, and we're going to, but we have to know what the stock is pricing on. What's the stock pricing on? Well, according to Trefus, or you can follow them on all their social media platforms at Trefus, um, you know, 69.13% of the of Walmart stock is based on uh, the Walmart U.S. segment. Furthermore, 24.39% of the stock is based on the Walmart International segment, and 5.68% of the stock is based on the Sam's Club segment, while 0.80% is based on the company's memberships and other income segments. So that is something, you know, to keep in mind what the stock is pricing on and it's mostly pricing on us sales and this is something you're going to you know you're going to want to keep in mind while we go through um this earnings report here so i'm going to go through the q3 report i'm going to go through the q3 walmart numbers and this is something to uh be very you know when there's an earnings report out of a major company like walmart check it out um read it go through it see what they're saying um, and right now, I'm seeing a lot of positives in this report, and we're going to go through it. So, digging into the numbers, Walmart beat Q3 2021 expectations with an EPS of $1.34, much better than the analyst consensus EPS estimate of $1.18. Not only did Walmart beat an EPS, but saw plenty of growth under the hood. Walmart reported Q3 revenues of $134.7 billion, representing 5.2% growth and or an increase of $6.7 billion in revenue in Q3 alone. Now, not only that, but Walmart reported that U.S. comp sales increased by 6.4%, with a majority of that increase deriving from general merchandise, food, and health products. So overall, a great quarter for Walmart. And now we're going to really split apart these numbers. We're going to get into these numbers and figure out um, where is this growth being seen and, you know, how is online going? So the company continued to hit home runs with its online platform, reporting that U.S. e-commerce sales increased by a whopping 79% throughout Q3. All the while, Sam's Club's online sales also continued to improve, increasing by 41%. So, you know, overall, overall, great numbers coming out of Walmart when it comes to their online segment. And that is something I like, let me tell you. So furthermore, um, as for Sam's Club's comp sales, the Walmart branch saw 11.1% comp uh, you know, growth in comp sales. Uh, Sam's Club memberships um, income increased by 10.4% as well. So overall, you know, great numbers across the board here. Now shifting back to Walmart itself, the company as a whole, 
Uh, net sales on an international basis increased by just 1.3%, totaling $29.6 billion. Um, you know, and although it is important to note um, that, you know, when you're taking in international increases in sales, we also have to count the currency. And due to the changes in currency, net sales would have been $1.1 billion more in Q3. Um, but, you know, there was some issues on the currency front and therefore, you know, net sales declined by $1.1 billion, at least on paper. Um, so that is something to take into consideration here. Um, now, furthermore, Walmart went on to report Q3 operating income of $5.8 billion. That's up 22.5%. Operating cash flow of $22.9 billion, up $8.3 billion. And total capital expenditure of $6.4 billion, down $1.3 billion. So, Overall, um, great, great stuff coming out of here. Expenditures decreasing, operating income and cash flow increasing. I like that. Revenue increasing, online sales increasing. We're getting a lot of increasing numbers here. And, you know, in the past, Walmart has been a stagnant company. Um, you know, a few years ago, they weren't seeing any growth. In fact, some years they were seeing negative. And now that they have invested more and more into online and their online presence, the company is definitely turning around here. Now, in total... Walmart management reported a Q3 free cash flow of $16.4 billion, representing a $9.7 billion increase in free cash flow throughout the third quarter of FY 2021. So this is what I like. I like all of this. Um, I like the numbers coming out of here. And now I'm going to quote management because it is always important to see what management is saying. And management, you know, quite positive here. Management was upbeat about the future of retail trends um, and quote, we think these new customers' behaviors will largely persist and we're well positioned to serve customers with the value and experience they're looking for, CEO Doug McMillan said. So, excellent numbers out of the Q3 earnings report. Now, we have to dig in to, you know, what's the balance sheet looking like? What the What's the valuation? How is management doing? And that is exactly what we're going to do right now. So, looking at the balance sheet. Total debt, $50 billion, just about 50.771 if you want the exact number. Uh, total liabilities, $169.432 billion. Now, this is where it gets good. Total assets of $250.863 billion. So, their assets far outweighing their liabilities. That is what we want to see. But I don't like how high that debt is. I really don't. Um, especially when you compare it to their cash and short-term investments level of $14 billion. So, overall... The numbers, they're solid, but I want to see improvement in that cash and short-term investments level. I want to see a decrease in debt, um, and all the while, I want those assets and that li and those liabilities to stay as far apart as they currently are, if not further apart, um, but I do like the balance sheet right now. You know, it's not bad. Um, when it comes to valuation, this is what I like most about Walmart stock currently. Um, the valuation here has a price to earnings of 20.72 times, a price to sales of 0.74 times, a price to book of 4.99 times, a price to cash flow of 12.70 times. Find me a company of Walmart's magnitude that has this valuation. It, you know, if you find it, I'm surprised. Um, there are not many companies trading in this market right now with a valuation that looks like this, and I like Walmart's valuation here. Now, as for management, this is something to look at. Um, return on equity, 25.79%. Return on assets, 18.15% and a return on invested capital of 13.07%. So overall, management, you know, they haven't done a bad job, but they haven't done an excellent job, um, you know, and I think there's always room to improve for management, but so far, so good, and I like what management is doing here. Now, uh, we have to dig into what the analysts are saying. 
and how much big money is in the name. So the analyst are bullish. Um, the mean price target is $163.28 per share. Now, that is roughly 13% upside from the current price point. Um, the high price target is $180 per share, and the low is $137 per share. Overall, um, those are solid numbers to take a look at. I like it, and I think that um, overall sentiment on Walmart is bullish. Now, the big money is much less involved, and that is something I don't like here. Um, top clo- top holders include the Vanguard Group, BlackRock Institutional Trust, and State Street Global Advisors, the usual, um, but only 28.85% of Walmart is owned by institutions, um, and that is peculiar to me. I'm not sure if I like that or not. There's quite a low institutional ownership, especially for a company um, with the prestige of Walmart. So it's definitely something to take a look at um, and take into consideration. So overall, in short, in my opinion, Walmart is a solid long-term pick and possibly mid-term investment, given the solid growth across the board, increasing e-commerce shopping, and is currently respectable valuation. Overall, that's what I think. But, you know... That is my opinion. It's something for you to take a look at. Walmart's down 10 cents right now. This stock could continue the slide. Um, so, you know, if you're on a starter position in Walmart, definitely scale in. You know, this lawsuit is out there. And probably every time it hits the headlines, say on, you know, the mainstream media like CNBC, um, the stock will potentially slide. So that could be time to add to your position um, for the long-term future. Overall, um, you know, after taking a look at Walmart, my thoughts, I like it, but maybe some of you won't. Who knows? Um, so definitely look in the Walmart. Check out the breakdown at runningwiththemoney.com where you can catch all of our breakdowns. Um, and now we drop a breakdown pretty much every day. So I'm excited about that. Definitely go check it out. But to round out the show, we are going to take a look at, we're going to take a look at the watch list. That's right, the watch list. So here we go. Um, digging into the watch list. There are so many names to check out, Um, you know, Salesforce, oh man, that stock just continues to fall down a dollar sixty today. I did just stop out on that position. I play options a lot. I play swing, uh, swing trade options. You know, Salesforce didn't go my way. That's okay. I stopped out on the position. Do I think it's a long term buy still? Heck yes. I hold it in a portfolio as a long term holder. Um, you know, but the stock seems to be consolidating its price range right now. Um, and I don't like the way it's acting. So you know, simply not going to work on a swing trade for me. Uh, let's keep going here. Adobe, I like it. We see a lot of names turning red right now. CrowdStrike, 220, it's a bit high. Um, I think that stock needs to come down. I think a lot of names have run too far, and we're starting to see a lot of froth in the market, a lot of it, and uh, that's a major issue. Tesla, up 12 points today. Tesla's too high for me. If you've been in this and you have, say, 270 points profit, take it. Um, honestly, if you have a lot of profit on Tesla, take it. This stock is trading at ridiculous multiples. And I think eventually there's going to be a realization and the stock is going to pull back at least some. I'm not a Tesla hater. I'm not. I like Tesla. I love the company. Um, Elon Musk is an inspiration, but you know, the stock, you know, at some point needs to come down to realistic levels. And that is not going to be fun when that stock does come down. Boeing, 217 per share. I'd like it. Buy it. Uh, Bristol Myers, an excellent name, 61 bucks a share. Thing hardly moves, but the dividend is pretty solid. It is a great name. Amazon hasn't been doing anything. It's anything under, and I've said anything under 3,200 is a buy. Uh, let's keep it going. TJX, 68 bucks per share. If you're in that, take profit on it. Starbucks, I like it. 102 bucks a share, but it needs to come back. If it pulls back to 95 bucks, say on the sell-off, buy it. 
Microsoft, I like it here at 223. You can buy it here at 223. AMD, 91 bucks a share. This stock is going to 100 at some point. We just don't know when. Um, I think it's in a giant consolidation here, and I think it's about to break out to the upside. But could it break out this month? Yes. Could it break out three months? Yes. Um, it's really hard to tell. So I would go long AMD here. Um, it's even 91 bucks a share. I would buy anything under say 91.50. Um, and you know, scale into this stock. I like AMD. Uh. AVGL, I like it. Um, 434, it's kind of a tough call for me. I think you just go with AMD over AVGL, in my opinion. NVIDIA is also an excellent uh, semiconductor name. Definitely check NVIDIA out. I like NVIDIA too. It's down four points today. Maybe you buy that instead of AMD. Um, but NVIDIA and AMD are pretty much the, the creme de la creme of the semiconductor market. I think uh, if you're going semiconductors, you either pick AMD or NVIDIA. Um, there's also Taiwan Semiconductor. You can pick them, but I don't know about them. Uh, let's see here. Let's keep it going. Uh, Penn National, down $1.63 today. A lot of questions about Penn. Um, I would steer clear of Penn National for now. Um, you know, it's a bit high. I think if we get a pullback here at the beginning of the year, Penn National could potentially be hit. By that, anything under, say, 85. We'll put 85 there. Then you can start scaling in on it. But for now, you know, everything's kind of a bull mode. We're seeing a lot of selling today in the broader market now. Stuff's starting to flip to red. Um, so that's definitely something to take a look at. Uh, you know, overall, it's been a kind of a wild ride throughout the markets here. Costco is an excellent buy. I think it's a buy. I think Costco's nearly a buy every time I look at it. 366 by Costco. Let's keep it going. Uh, Berkshire Hathaway is a buy long term. It's under 230. I like uh, Berkshire Hathaway under 230. I think this stock can continue to move higher in the long term. I trust in Warren Buffett. Um, let's see. Teladoc, excellent buy. Still at 200 bucks a share. This stock should not be anywhere near 200. It should be way above it. Um, but it's not. And I think this is an opportunity to buy it. Uh, Dexcom, excellent company. Buy it. Uh, Shopify, down 63 points. I like it. Buy it. FedEx, I need to do some digging on FedEx. Um, you know, it had that huge hit after earnings, but the earnings weren't too bad. So I'm going to look in the FedEx, and I recommend you do too. Um, I was doing some screening yesterday, and it came up as oversold, so that's a potential target for me, um, possible swing trade. We'll see what happens there with FedEx. Um, J&J, another excellent name. You pretty much get paid to hold it given their dividend. Definitely take a look at J&J if you're a dividend guy. Um, and we're just going to keep uh, going here. I'm going to finish out the show with a few names. Take two, 201 bucks a share. Man, has that been a winner for the Running With The Money team. You know, overall, um, we call that at around 160. It went all the way up to 201, and ever since, it's kind of just sat at 201. I think you wait for take two to pull back to roughly, you know, uh, 195 to 180. I think it pulls back in between that range eventually if we get a sell-off, and I think you buy there. Um, Netflix, 509. This stock seems to go way up into the mid-500s, then sell off. Way up into the mid-500s, then sell off. I'd hold off on uh, Netflix right now. I think Disney is a better play if you want to go streaming. Honestly, I think Disney Plus is going to take the game over. And speaking of Disney, we're, that's what we're going to round the show out with. It's up 5 bucks today, 177 per share. Wait, wait for it. And when we get a sell day, this stock will come back, and I want you to strike. I want you to buy in the red, not in the green, and we'll get, surely get another red day out of Disney pretty darn soon but that is the show thank you for listening it seems to reopening trade is back on the day hmm. i wonder if it's become if it's because of that stimulus being passed 
Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But thank you for listening. Please follow me and the Running With The Money team at runningwiththemoney.com um, on runningwiththemoney.com or at runningwiththemoney on Facebook and Instagram. Follow me personally at Luke Dene on Twitter. Thank you all for listening, and I will see you Wednesday. Trade on, eat, sleep, profit. See you then.